Hi, everyone. Welcome to The Work Rundown, where we give you the rundown on the issues that matter most to Black women in the workplace. We're your hosts, Jody and Shaq. Hey, Shaq, how you doing? Hey, Jody, I'm doing okay. Shout out to everyone whose birthdays got ruined uh, due to Corona. I'm one yeah. of them. <laughs> yes, <laughs> we could not even hang out for your birthday. Yeah. You know, I I was supposed to go to Spain um, on April 1st, and I'm going to be chilling at home, <laughs> social distancing. You're going to do, do a virtual Spain visit. Yes, I'm going to do a virtual Spain visit, look, and just dream about better times, better times. So because Shaq and I are social distancing along with everybody else in the country, um, we're actually, for the first time, recording in separate locations so this should be interesting. Um, and we also have a third co-host today by the name of Buster, my dog. So y'all might hear him in the background because he doesn't really have home training. So just don't judge me. Please don't judge me. And he breathes loud. And he breathes very loud. <laughs> so the first thing we're going to do is uh, read an email from one of our listeners. Shout out to Ashley. Hey, Ashley. Yes, she had a few questions for us. So uh, let me go ahead and and read her email. So Ashley wrote, greetings, stumbled across one of the episodes and wanted to know you guys' opinion on working too much. I'm lucky to have the job I have now. So I want to do the most I can and not be stressed about not finishing tasks. How can I balance work, hobbies, and being in a relationship? So thank you, Ashley. So we'll tackle, we'll each tackle uh, her question in two parts. So I'll answer the part about, you know, how not to work too much and how not to be stressed uh, about not finishing tasks. Um, So I think, you know, the first thing you should do, Ashley, is make sure you set a start and end time for your workday. Because often what happens is if you don't set a work time, you end up working really late. Um, and you end up being overwhelmed and just getting burnt out. Um, and also establishing hard, you know, start and stop times also allows you to have time outside of work to do other things, which is what you're striving for. Um, one of the tools or tricks I use is to plan events after work. If I know I have to be somewhere at a specific time, then I'm, I know that I've got to leave work. I can't work late. So um, we definitely recommend that. That's um, a really good point, um, planning events for after work, because it gives you a hard stop, especially mm-hmm. like if you're meeting with your boss who tends to like have you go over your time. Mm-hmm. You could be like, that's a good way to get out of the meeting. Be like, I have something to do after work. I have to go. Yep. So, you know, we have to do a hard stop right there. Exactly. Exactly. Um, so in order to avoid stressing about unfinished tasks, so, you know, I think the first thing you should do is get clear guidance from your supervisors or coworkers about deadlines and expectations. Um, if you know when something is due, then you can plan your work, uh, accordingly because I mean, let's face it, like deadlines are part of work. We get evaluated on whether or not we, you know, finish our projects on time. So deadlines are important, but but you need to plan 
actually plan your workout. Um, and if you miss a deadline or you see that you're going to miss it, um, own up to it. You know, tell, life happens. Own up to it. You know, tell your supervisor or coworkers that you weren't able to finish it. Let them know if there were any challenges you had and set up and agree to new deadlines. Um, the second thing that I find really helpful is to break tasks down into multiple parts and set many goals or many deadlines. Uh, so in order to do that, I use two different techniques. Uh, one is calendar blocking, where I will actually dedicate a specific amount of time to working on a, a task and I will block it out on my, block that time out on my calendar so that I don't get meetings scheduled during that time. And I know that I have a designated time for completing a certain task. The other thing I use is the Pomodoro method, um, which is where you typically work for a certain chunk of time and then take um, a certain amount of time as a, a break. So it allows you to kind of give your mind um, a break after a certain, you know, after a certain amount of time. So I love using the Forest app. Um, which is an app where you work for in 25 minute chunks and then you take like a five minute break. And every time you work for 25 minutes and complete a segment, a tree grows in your forest. And so it's really cool to see the trees. You can get rewards and it's good to see like a visual representation of your productivity. So those are my tips for uh, not working too much and not stressing about unfinished tasks. So, Shaq, why don't you take the balancing work hobbies and being in a relationship? Sure. So, uh, um, so for hobbies, I know you can't really designate days for work because you have a set schedule. But uh, what I normally do, I designate certain days for hobbies, maybe set time aside uh, for um, friends and hobbies to spend time with them, maybe one or two days a week. Mm -hmm. Or I'll do it uh, like once a month or every other weekend just so I don't, you know, lose myself in my work or my relationship. I set time aside to do different hobbies and spend time with friends because that's important, having that balance. Um, you can also, when it comes to your relationship, you can also incorporate your hobbies into your relationship. I think that's a great way to bond with your partner. Mm -hmm. So uh, that's another way to give like the balance of, you know, doing stuff you like and hanging out with your partner. Or you can bring all three together, uh, your friends, uh, your hobbies and your relationships and hang out sometime in that way. And also, I think communication is key. So I think uh, have a conversation with your partner and let them know, you know, you have a busy schedule with work and you want to balance everything out and you have, you, you want to do all the things you like. So um, they should have understanding when you want to have, do something with your friends or do something that you like by yourself. So uh, I think communication and understanding is a key to um, kind of creating that balance. That's all I have for. Thank that. you. Those were great tips, Shaq. Thank you so much. Thank you.
So, Ashley, thank you for listening to us and thank you for writing in. Uh, make sure, you know, you're practicing social distancing while you're getting your work-life romance balance on, okay? Um, and if anyone else has questions they'd like to ask us so that we can answer on the show, hit us up uh, at the work, the work rundown at gmail.com. Um, so, yeah. Oh. All right. Thanks, Jody. So, Jody, what you got going on for the lunchtime read today? So today's lunchtime read is an article uh, that was published by the New York Times uh, a couple of days ago, March 27th, 2020. And it's called White Collar Quarantine Over Virus Spotlights Class Divide. Um, and this article really highlights the various ways in which the coronavirus pandemic has exposed class differences and a lack of equity and how people are able to respond um, to respond to this pandemic. So, you know, for instance, the question about who can telework and who can't, there are a lot of folks who are working from home, um, but most white collar employees are teleworking. Um, however, people like grocery store clerks, first responders, uh, folks delivering our groceries and our, our food, truck drivers, government employees, most of those folks are out on the front lines every day. Um, and a lot of them are often the most vulnerable. They may make less money. They may have less access to paid time off. Um, and just the whole series of other factors that, you know, offer inadequate protection against um, coronavirus or in a time like this. They don't have the luxury of, of working from home. Um, another issue that has really been highlighted as being inequitable in a time like this is something as simple as internet access. Um, there are a lot of households that, you know, do not have internet access um, above uh, or in addition to their cell phone, their cell phones. Um, and there are also towns in this country that also have spotty internet connections, you know, which is really important in a time like this, because if you have unreliable internet connection, you can't, you can't telework, um, you can't access a telemedicine, uh, which is what a lot of um, medical providers are using now where you can write in via chat or call up and describe your symptoms. Um, and, you know, having a lack of internet access also affects kids' ability to access their lessons and schoolwork online because a lot of school districts have, um, have closed and are not doing in-person classes and have shifted uh, to online lessons. Um, so this really, you know, highlights just a lot of work that we have to do and making our society um, equitable at all levels. Um, and a quote that I really appreciated from this article is, in some respects, the pandemic is an equalizer. It can afflict princes and paupers alike, and no one who hopes to stay healthy is exempt from the strictures of social distancing. But the American response to the virus is laying bare class divides that are often camouflaged in access to health care, child care, education, living space, even internet bandwidth. So I really encourage everyone to, to check out uh, the New York Times article. And they're actually providing their articles for free because uh, usually you, you can, I think, view like 10 per month and then you have to pay for a subscription. They're actually 
accessing, allowing you to access their articles for free. So uh, take advantage of that and learn as much as you can. So that's today's uh, lunchtime read. Thanks, Jody. Today's topic is 10 tips for keeping your cool in the time of coronavirus. So Jody, why don't you start? Yes. So the first tip we have is if you are searching for a job, keep applying. Um, There are certainly, you know, industries that have been negatively impacted by the virus, you know, industries like the airline industry, travel industry, hotel, hospitality industry, um, but not all industries have been affected. And there are a lot of jobs that are actually still applying and recruiting, um, recruiting employees. They've just changed how they do business and recruiting. And so now you're starting to see um, a lot of phone interviews, um, Skype interviews or Zoom interviews, and companies are even doing their orientations either online or via email. So we've definitely had to switch up how we do things, but you should still be applying. Um, And a lot of folks have a a lot more downtime now as well. So now is a good time to get those resumes and cover letters updated uh, and send them out. Exactly. Mm. So the next tip is if you're working from home, create a routine, set up your day as if you're going to work. So what I mean is uh, get up, take a shower, brush your teeth, get dressed, you know, do stuff like that, like as if it was your regular day. Uh, Do your regular work hours, stay on schedule. And if you have kids, I also suggest you do a similar routine with them because I think this would help uh, when things get back to normal. It won't be Mm -hmm. so hard to adjust. Also, if you can, work in a space where you're not interrupted no distractions. Uh, What I do is um, I cut out my TV, I turn off my TV for my um, full workout, the work hours that I work throughout the day. Mm -hmm. And I don't log on to social media. I don't do any of that. And I do have a routine where I get up and brush my teeth. And, you know, I, because I don't want to like have difficulty adjusting when we go back to normal. So that's um, our second tip. Those are really good points. I have to work on creating a routine because I won't even describe for you what my work from home outfit has been. Um, And it's just embarrassing. Let's just say I can't do Zoom meetings. And um, yeah, and I also find myself like responding to emails and checking emails and doing work outside of work hours because it's just so easy because I'm home and it's accessible. So I definitely have to work on your tips in number two. So thank you. Yeah. Um, yeah. So number three, uh, practice social distancing, especially if you have to go out to work every day. Um, so our motto here at the work rundown and everybody's motto should be back up off me, back up off me. Yes. Get six get feet behind. <laughs> yes. Get the away from me. <laughs> like definitely stay six feet apart. Um, You know, it's so funny, like a few weeks ago, we were still having in-person meetings at work and there were a couple of folks who were coughing, like one guy looked like he was about to cough on his, his, his saliva, he was about to choke on his saliva. And then another woman, she was like coughing violently into a washcloth. And, and, and it was like, every, <laughs> everyone was looking at them like, okay, what is happening? Do you have coronavirus? 
and maybe you should be self-isolating and and then everyone would give each other the side eye like you know like what's going on so needless to say that was the last in-person meeting I attended because (laughs) like I'm really not about that life like folks don't want to stay home if they're sick stay home if you're sick stay home if you're sick stay home if you're sick um, instead of, you know, y'all shouldn't be having in-person meetings, but if you have to, if you have to be six feet apart, um, otherwise call in to the meeting Skype. Um, and yeah, because no, um, if you are taking public transportation, you know, don't sit right next to somebody on the train or the bus, move over, like, don't be all up on people, you know, or wait for the next one. If you can, if you're getting on an elevator, you know, if it's crowded, you know, or even if there's someone on, wait for the next one. Um, just, yeah, do as much as you can to just practice social distancing. And that includes at the grocery stores, too. Don't be all up on us. Exactly. Back it up. Back it up. Yes, back up. There's no reason to be that close. At the grocery store, on, like you said, on the train or the bus, is not as crowded. Mm-hmm. So you have room to, like, make space yes some stuff yes okay okay so the next one uh is um find creative ways to keep in touch with your friends and family like i know we both are you know uh quarantining alone so (laughs) uh you know we text your friends and family have brunch um via zoom or skype you know have happy hours like do a girls night out um zoom or skype with wine and stuff you know make it creative and fun it's good to see other people especially your friends and family i do facetime uh with my aunt and my mother and my sisters my sisters love facetime anyway Mm -hmm. so they'll have me on facetime all night like just it it feels good to see other people's faces my brother also sends me videos like uh you know it it, you happy so uh, that's another tip Mm-hmm. And one of the things that they're doing here in New York and probably in a lot of other states, too, is they are removing the caps on data usage um, so that you have you can use more data to send video or, or you know, or watch things online or, or connect with people. Um, so that really helps with with being socially connected um, to people. So our fifth tip is use social media responsibly. Um, Social media can be a good thing, but it can be a bad thing too. You know, there's this like international panic about, you know, what's going on. A lot of folks are home from work because they're either teleworking or they've been laid off or furloughed. And so folks just have more time to act a fool on social media and just more time to just share stories and conspiracy theories and updates. And it can really be overwhelming because there's just a constant barrage of information about coronavirus from lack of protective equipment and medical equipment to rising infection and death tolls. And so it can be a lot. So you maybe, you know, you should unplug from social media uh, periodically. Maybe that means limiting the time, limiting the amount of time per day that you spend on social media or, you know, having certain days when you are not on social media at all. 
Um, or even muting or unfollowing certain people or accounts because it just like freaks you out. Um, but social media can also be a really good thing because social media is how I've been, you know, connecting to people across the world and being inter- entertained. Um, so for instance, uh, DJ D nice, uh, has been giving concerts on Instagram. Well, not giving concerts, but playing music on Instagram live. And he's been doing it for like 10 hours straight. So I've been in my apartment just jamming, um, and, and doing stuff around the house. Um, people like Michelle Obama, Bernie Sanders, Joe Biden, like all kinds of people have been popping in um, to listen to um, his sets. Um, Anthony Hamilton gives concerts on Instagram Live on Sundays. So check out, you know, his concert, five o'clock Eastern Standard Time. Uh, Alvin Ailey Dance Company will be streaming full length performances online. And a lot of museums are also giving virtual tours of their exhibits, museums all across the world. So that's how I'm going to be visiting Spain during uh, our quarantine time because, yeah. So definitely use social media to figure out how you can connect to other people and be entertained, um, but also like block out a lot of the the stressful, the stress and the insanity as well. That's a good point um, of blocking out the stress and the um, insanity. One of the things I do is um, do word searches um, and Mm -hmm. to make it a little more fun, I'll like, if it's um, words that I've never heard of, I'll do the word search and then I'll get up. And so I'm learning something new. Then I have a friend who also like do um, projects and okay so I guess people have their own things mm-hmm. yeah absolutely those are great ideas so um so what's the sixth so the next one take a break when you need to um working remotely it can be kind of stressful uh I know it uh for me uh, because it's a little slow, the computer, you may receive more emails than normal and they can be overwhelming. Uh, A bunch of emails are very overwhelming sometimes, especially when you're at work. Um, So being at home, I know like some people may be receiving a lot more. So that can be overwhelming. So for me, I used to um, have a double screen uh, at my work location and now I'm working from my small laptop so that's a little mm-hmm. tough to adjusting um, and so for me to adjust I take away from the computer you know I don't want to mess up my eyes <laughs> at you know exactly. this small screen all day and stuff so mm-hmm. I just kind of take a break and step away take a breather um, I've been looking at some mindful like um webinars and they say to do like a two or three minute meditation and that helps um also don't over if you're working from home please don't overwhelm your coworkers with texts and emails uh somebody told me that they were sent so many text messages from a coworker. i know we're all some some of us is by ourselves and it's good to hear from people but don't send 20 text messages in a row to somebody People mm-hmm. often do this because, like, we're easily available. They know we're, you know, sitting at our computers at our desk. Um, so they do that often. 
you know, kind of batch it together to, mm-hmm. or call your coworkers, give them a call. Um, another thing that I did, um, since I have the remote access, uh, I put some of the work that I'm doing on our um, U-Drive, our share drive, I put okay. it in a folder mm-hmm. and I actually told my boss and my coworkers, um, if you want to stay updated on what the projects that I'm working on, you can go in that folder just to limit the number of emails that I'm sending. So if you want to do that, you can do that also. Or I have like a meeting like once a week with my coworkers. Okay. Those are good so, ideas. Uh, yeah. yeah. Thanks. Because you're, because you're, yeah, you're limiting the amount of, you know, emails, but also still staying connected to your colleagues, which is harder to do when you're teleworking. But um, yeah, thanks for those. Mm-hmm. So tip number eight, seek therapy if necessary. You know, a lot of, a lot of therapists, you know, have moved their practices online or they're, you know, you know, treating patients via telephone. Um, Telemedicine option is available for many urgent care providers. Um, You, and it may or may not be covered by um, health insurance. Um, So that's something you should, you know, definitely look into. As I said before, many private practice uh, therapists have begun doing telemedicine um, sessions. Um, But also many states and cities have set up mental health hotlines staffed by volunteer therapists and other mental health professionals. Um, So also check your, your local resources because, you know, this is a time where a lot of folks are anxious, we're depressed, we're worried about the future. Um, and so you don't have to uh, stop seeing your therapist um, just because we're in the middle of a pandemic. We just have to be a little bit more resourceful and creative about looking for help. So Shaq, what's our next uh, tip? Our next tip is a very important one. It's very important. Listen Look, up, folks. Yes. Tip number nine. Look like you have some sense during teleconferences, please. Come on, come on now, let's get it together. <laughs> Ladies, if you have a Zoom or a Zoom, a Skype or WebEx meeting, you know, please take off the scarf or bonnet. We know we're all at home and, you know, we know we're relaxing and stuff, but your boss or coworker doesn't need to see you in your bonnet. I know no, the man. hair salons are closed. Uh, but come on now, please try something, a bun, uh, slick down. I remember back in the 90s, my mother used to slick her hair down. Nice. Yes. And it used yes, to look nice done. Exactly. Uh-huh. If you have, if you want to wear a scarf, at least tie it in a fancy way to be cute. Like some mm-hmm. of y'all, I was in a WebEx and I was like, who is that? I don't know who this <laughs> is. There was a you few didn't even people. recognize her? No, I was like, um, are these people, are they in the right meeting? Like, I, I was just so confused. Like, there was a few people in a WebEx conference um, with bonnets and scarves on. It's like, I know they say bring your authentic self to work, um, but let's get it together. That. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, we got to get it together. Come on, put on a good shirt. You know, yes. just, just kind of, yeah, we don't want to see that. Yes. No bonnets, no pe- pajama top. You can wear pajama bottoms because nobody exactly. can't feed it. But exactly. you need to have on a cute shirt, brush your teeth, put some ch- some Vaseline on your lips, yeah, some some lip gloss on, floss so you don't have broccoli between your teeth. 
get it together. Yeah, I, look, get it together. I, I got a Zoom meeting tomorrow, and I'm going to get dressed up like, mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. like we are going to be in person. So yes. I'm going to fix myself up. My braids are hanging mm-hmm. on to the edge. I don't like to do my hair, and I don't have access to the hair salon, but it's done. <laughs> look, <laughs> it's done. Yes, it's done. Because, and the other thing is, you know, listen, troubles don't last always this pandemic is gonna be over yeah and we're gonna have to go back to work and look each other in the eye and people gonna be looking at you like mm-hmm, i know what you look like in your bonnet exactly your i'm gonna be PJs. like i'm gonna I'm have to be like i can't unsee it i can't unsee it and you can't undo look, that you can't undo that damage. exactly like so protect your reputations ladies mm-hmm. and gents protect your reputations yes okay? we appreciate it so tip number 10 is stay active. You know, a lot of us are at home, you know, you just eating all day, every day. And, you know, the pounds can pack on. So you need to stay active. Um, a lot of gyms and fitness studios have closed. They've certainly closed here um, in New York. Um, so look for YouTube videos, um, Look for uh, people are giving exercise videos on Instagram Live. Um, a lot of gyms that have closed down, they're actually offering online fitness uh, videos as well. So there's a lot of resources, um, a lot of resources out there. And also make sure your gym is not uh, charging you um, for a membership that you can't use. Um, I know that there's a, a, web, uh, a lawsuit that was uh, filed against New York Sports Club because they are still charging people membership fees, charging them for um, personal training sessions that people cannot use. And Pete and the plaintiffs were like, oh, no, not today. That is not so- right. Look, the, this <laughs> epidemic started, this pandemic started um, in the middle of the month. They should have been giving us half of our um, membership mm-hmm. fees back. But, you know, at, you know, the smart yes. studios are really doing the right thing. They'll send emails and they'll be like, you know, we're going to stop your membership for now. Uh, and, uh, you know, mm-hmm. moving forward, we'll see what happens in the future and we'll refund you, you know, what you've already paid. That's what a lot of the smaller studios mm-hmm. are doing, I've, I've noticed. And it kind of makes me want to take a look more at using a smaller gym than these bigger commercial gyms because yeah. they are the ones yeah. that, like the community-based ones, they're looking out for you more. Yeah. And it's and they are the ones that are are exactly. the most by this pandemic. Like I, you know, the spin studio that I go to, they are, you know, they've shut down completely. They have um they're renting out their their bikes to people, you know, probably as a way to, you know, just keep money coming in. But yeah. they're hit the hardest and yet their business practices and their customer service is so much is better. Best. So, so yeah, moving forward, I may start looking mm-hmm. at, you know, these smaller studios, these local places. Yeah. Yeah. And this pandemic is really showing, you know, that you don't necessarily need to go to a gym to, to get in shape. It's, it's making us look at other things that we can do. You don't necessarily need to, leave home and so yeah shout out to all the creative ways that people are getting their work exactly so we have a bonus tip 
is to still engage in self-care. Just because we're in the middle of a pandemic and we're sitting at home doesn't mean you have to let yourself go. Still deep condition your hair. Mm -hmm. Exfoliate your skin. Yes. Mm-hmm. that is what I need to do because as I said like before like right this started right probably like right around my birthday and I had planned to do like a whole self-care day and I didn't get to do it and yes yeah we were gonna go get pedicures exactly and like and I'm jacked up I'm jacked up right now but I'm still trying Me I made too, a turmeric um face mask um I'm trying to keep my skin clear mm-hmm. Uh, I've still been putting my yes. TGIN in my hair, so I'm still like, because yes. I want to come out, come out when I when it's time for me to come out the house. I want to have this great glow, and I want me to be like, whoa, where have you been? Yes, like who's exactly. that girl? Who is yes. she? Yes, I listen. I am drinking my eight glasses of water. I'm taking my my multivitamins yes. every day. My hair is in a protective style, so it can be nice and luscious when we emerge. And yeah, I'm gonna, you know, clip that hair in places that need to be clipped, yeah. clipped, clipped, and do my nails. And because yeah, we gotta we gotta come out the house at some point. And you know, like as soon as this thing is over, everybody's gonna come outside, and they and you know, folks gonna be looking rough. Yeah, exactly. Rough. I'm like. Self-care makes you feel good. It, it boosts your self-esteem. Yep. And that's like, yeah, a thing that like, mm-hmm. you know, we're stuck in the house. So it's good to do these things. It's a feel-good option. Mm-hmm. Like, it's really good. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. For today's uh, podcast, I put lip gloss on. Can't nobody see it but my dog, yes. Buster. But I look cute and exactly. I feel cute. So, yeah. Self-care, mm-hmm. ladies. Self-care. <laughs> So, self-care, a part of self-care is staying fit and and moving our bodies, Um, and we certainly need to do that at a time like this. Um, So, Shaq, why don't you share some uh, WorkFit tips? Sure. So, um, for uh, this week, um, WorkFit tip. So, the last time I shared a WorkFit tip, I mentioned doing one minute of burpees. I don't know if um, anybody has had time to do it. I just want to add to that workout minute of burpees and add one minute of squats so uh the whole idea is that you can do this two minute workout in the morning if you don't really work out it's it's a good thing to do in the morning or challenge yourself uh to get up uh and during your work day do it um like every hour two minute workout like as your little break you know we're not moving much being at home so kind of get that movement in uh, so yeah, challenge yourself and do two minutes of working out burpees and squats, um, you know, every hour on hour, um, during your, um, work day. I think that'll be great for you. And I also want to suggest yoga. It's very relaxing to me and it's something that I've been doing. Um, so we're ra- lounging around a lot throughout the day. We're sitting more. So I want to suggest doing, um, hip opening, some hip opening yoga poses. Uh, It helps um, when you're sitting so much. uh, So that's, um, you know, it's really helpful. Some of the benefits is that um, there's a Mm -hmm. range of movement when you do it. It provides better circulation. 
um, it provides more support for the muscles of the back and the spine, which is very helpful. Um, hip openers can help the joints of the lower back, hips, and legs, and it um, to come to like come to better alignment. So that's why I suggest doing uh, hip openers. And um, yeah, that's my work fit um, tip for this week, uh, Jody. Uh, what do you have for our fancy quote for today? Today's fancy quote is stay home. If you can work from home, stay home. If you just went grocery shopping yesterday, stay home today and tomorrow. You got enough food. Even if you want to go for a run or sit in the park for some fresh air or sunshine. Stay home, especially if you live in Brooklyn. Prospect Park has been packed. Everybody is in there. Stay out of the park, do a workout video, and open the window. If you want to go visit some friends. Stay home. They're not letting you in anyway. Check. I'm not letting you in. I know. <laughs> Read a book. Write a book, watch puppy videos on YouTube, Netflix and chill, find a hobby, even take a nap. But whatever you do, stay home so we can stop coronavirus from spreading and taking more lives. Be safe, everyone. Thank you for listening. Be sure to check us out on Instagram and Twitter at The Work Rundown. If you have topics you'd like for us to discuss, questions you'd like for us to answer on the show, send us an email at theworkrundown at gmail.com. And leave us a review, people. Sharing is caring. Spread the word. Be safe out there. Stay home. And we will see you next time. And remember, don't let the work run you down, even at home. Peace out. Peace out. Bye.